Hi, this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Rip It Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast. We always bring up spoilers because we're always going to talk about how things relate to future things. Definitely. And in this episode, we're talking about season two, episode 15, The Dinner Party. Mm -hmm. I almost forgot. (laughs) Yeah. It's very similar to the next episode, which is The House Guest. So I've been like in my head, I've been trying so hard to keep them straight, but... This one is the dinner party. Yeah. I'm 95% sure. Yes. Yes, because this is the thing with the titular, there is a dinner party. Like, yeah, that yeah, is the exactly. event. We love when the yeah. event is the name of the episode. It usually is easier to remember. Usually. Yeah. Usually. Not in this case for some reason because of the house guest. But either way, the, well, the, the dinner, dinner party is pretty brief. Yes, the dinner yeah. party is a brief part of this episode. Um, and there's a lot of buildup to the dinner party. So, like, yeah. kicking off. We pick up the next morning after the last episode, yeah. but kind of like in the same idea, which is at the end of the last one, Damon, of course, had advised Stefan and Elena to stay at the lake house to try to lay low and, you know, keep away from all of the drama that happened in the last one. So we see Elena is at the lake house. She's reading one of the Jonathan Gilbert journals that they found. And um, yeah, again, pretty much picking up where we left off with 1864 mm-hmm. the last time we saw it. Like the last we yeah. saw of 1864 was what, like season two episode 20 i think it was was the last flashback we got and it was of course yeah the vampires going in the tomb um and this is kind of picking up like right after that with the founding families like talking about how the vampires are now all in the tomb all should be safe and we hear like jonathan gilbert 1864 jonathan gilbert is like narrating this talking about how they thought they were safe like the vampires of the night were all they died in the fellows church fire which i was like i forgot that the founding family didn't know about the tomb that they didn't know that the vampires survived i was yeah. like we speculated on that so much how did we not like be like oh duh they didn't know that emily did that she just did that yeah i know i forgot too i forgot they thought they were actually just going in there to burn yeah i think is there's just something that seems like so much of a punishment of them just desiccating in the tomb yeah that i'm like that yeah, was intentional. Yeah, that feels like it was the intended punishment. But well, yeah, they were yeah, no, they were to supposed burn. to burn. Yeah, I don't know why we got mixed up on that. And yeah. I'm surprised nobody in the comments called us out <laughs> for that. But I think that means it's probably a common misconception that it, yeah. we forget that Emily did that. And I don't even remember why exactly if it was like because of her deal with Catherine, because she still got Catherine out anyway. Um, I know. Yeah, that's the other thing. It also just seems like it was so pointless because Catherine was never even in there anyway. Yeah. It wasn't the point to save Catherine by putting her in the tomb. Yeah. So the whole tomb thing is weird, but of course they don't know about this. Jonathan's just saying Mm -hmm. that all the vampires did die in the Fells church fire. Yep. We know they didn't, but Jonathan continues to narrate that, you know, they killed those like the creatures, but those creatures Mm -hmm. created more monsters. And, you know, we see in the house, he's there with Honoria and Thomas Fell. They'll yeah. call back to, like, season one, episode four, when they're reading, like, names on the list of the original, yeah. found, like, founders. Um, but anyway, they kind of, like, hear something outside. They're all, like, scared still about the vampires. And they all end up going outside, like, to check on the noise. And Jonathan, like, ends up using his compass. He's like, I'll yep. prove there's no vampires. And, of course, it starts, like, whizzing around. And, like, you know, clearly there are still vampires. Yep. And so Jonathan's trying to follow the compass and Thomas gets like grabbed and killed and then Honoria runs out for some reason and gets grabbed (laughs) and killed and then Jonathan says he's like narrating that he gets a good look at the vampire that does kill him right here and it is of course Stefan Salvatore love that classic so love Elaine and just having to read all of this what a way to find out your 
boyfriend murdered your great great grandfather or yeah yeah because i don't think she really knows about like the ripper face because that's like the whole plot of this episode is he's kind of yeah. Stefan is telling Elena about being a Ripper, basically. I know. I feel like we talked a lot about this in season one, where it's like you get the hints of it, obviously. Like, mm-hmm. he has the blood issues. Yeah, Miss Mystic. But, like, she really never gets, I think, how mm-hmm. bad it was for him, how many people he's really killed. And this episode dives into that. Yeah. Uh, the start. Not a lot, but it starts to. Um, so yeah. we'll get a lot more of that later. Um, but for now, modern day, Stefan's out on the dock. He's on the phone with Damon and they're sharing updates. Tyler ran away from yep. home. <laughs> also, Damon or Stefan asks Damon how he knew that. And Damon is like, well, Liz or Carol told Liz who told me. And I just love that little train of gossip. I'm yeah, like, he's in the girl town funny. gossip. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's so funny but they say now that 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 means their werewolf problem is mm-hmm. resolved because obviously yeah. tyler was like the last remaining werewolf with jewels but he left presumably with jewels yeah um and so now they can focus on trying to kill elijah that yes. can be the new focus and stefan basically tells damon like to be careful like actually mm-hmm. have a plan before you do anything um so they hang up because damon's like yeah yeah i'm careful now whatever yeah yeah so they hang up and stefan starts to head back to the house where of course elena's inside reading away Yep. Yeah, we'll leave that there for now. And then we see Jenna and Elijah walking around. We find out it's like the old Fell property, but they're just walking around outside. And Elijah is talking to Jenna. They're basically just like doing Elijah's project. Yeah. And he's telling Jenna that like the founding families never actually founded anything. And we've been new. Yeah, of course. Of course. We all know. Any rewatcher knows. But also... (laughs) We all knew that these yeah. families that apparently got there in like the 1800s. Yeah. Wow. On. We just discovered this wow, land in 1860. Yeah. No one's been yeah. here before. Yeah. Old news, Elijah. But anyway, he's telling Jenna about the founding families and how they didn't found anything. And Jenna says she bets that it was men who made a big deal out of it about being the founding families. Mm-hmm. And Elijah agrees that men are very territorial. And <laughs> right as they say that, Alaric shows up. Clearly... Yeah. Because he's territorial also. Yeah, he's so, so jealous. Elijah basically <laughs> delivers it at Alaric. Like, he's yeah. basically staring at Alaric when he says it. It's so pointed <laughs> that I'm surprised Jenna doesn't, like, react a little bit more to that. Yeah. But it's well, funny. she does kind of have a little reaction to it. So Alaric shows up and walks over to them. And Jenna introduces Alaric to Elijah as a friend. She's I like, was, this is my friend Elijah. Or Alaric. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't believe she's friend zoning him right now in front of Elijah. Okay, but honestly, if I was there with Elijah and Alaric shows up, I'd be like, yeah. I barely know him. Yeah, be He's like, an acquaintance. I, yeah, I'm like really single right now. So single. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, I get it. I, I see what she was doing there <laughs> and I respect it. it. Yeah, yeah, I respect it. She would be my friend. I'm like, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, so she they have that little awkward introduction, and then they he's you know Alaric says he's joining because he's a history buff, and then Elijah says you know they're going to the freed slave property, and that like the descendants of slaves are the true keepers of history, and they are trying to like learn more about the land related to that. So Jenna goes to get some sort of like land survey from yeah. her car. I'm not really sure. Yeah, we don't need to know. Not relevant. And as Jenna goes away to the car, basically Elijah is like. You like they kind of agree like Alaric is safe. Elena is yeah. his loved one, so he won't kill him. But Elijah tells him not to be jealous, and he tries to like joke with him like I don't pursue younger women, Rick. <laughs> Which I love that he calls him Rick. Also, yeah, so casual. Yeah, friendly. so casual. But yeah, Elijah's just like 
yeah, joking with him. And he just clearly has the upper hand here and is yeah. like, I don't have time for this. Like, you're being an idiot. Yeah, because the other thing I wonder if Alaric caught, because I definitely did, was when mm-hmm. Jenna, like, went to go get her stuff from her car, she, like, puts her hand, like, on Elijah's, like, arm before oh. she walks in. I was like, oh, I didn't notice so that. That's cozy. good. so comfy. Okay, they actually have amazing chemistry. I was they thinking do. this whole time. I'm like, I wish they had done a little something more there. Yeah. Uh, there's definitely, I mean, me with Elijah with everyone. I'm like, Same. he has so much has charisma. Infinite, yeah. yeah. Like, it put him against, like, a brick wall. And yeah. I'd be like, I'm <laughs> like, sad. I ship it, I ship yeah. it. Yeah. So, yeah, they could have built on that more. But anyway, it's a good setup here that, like, yeah. you know, Alaric is is worried about Jenna. Yeah, a jealous freak. Protect, yeah, <laughs> a jealous freak. Yeah, he's trying to protect Jenna. He's worried. And especially in relation yeah. to Elijah. But Elijah's just kind of like, she's good. She's on Elena's list. I know. Yeah. Like, don't be so jealous um so that kind of will continue throughout this episode yeah um another thing that's going to continue throughout this episode is a couple things in the next scene in the grill bonnie is sitting alone when jeremy joins her and he invites her over tonight to practice some spells Mm -hmm. try to get stronger oh my god no ulterior motive there obviously no of course not um and Luca comes over, you know, interrupting their little moment that they're having. And he confronts Bonnie about what happened last night. But Bonnie's like pretty tough. Like she just is like flat out, yeah. no reaction, lying in Luca's face, being like, We played some pool. Like, what are you talking about? Like, just like point blank lying at him. Yeah. Like, no shame, too. I was like, Bonnie's Devious. a little wild for that. Yeah. I know. Like, yeah, she like, it says, like, you know, the, we you went to the bathroom or something yeah. i don't know or lucas says like i woke up in the bathroom i think that's where they left him yeah and yeah bonnie's just so devious about him. i'm like mm, he's gotta know something's up i don't really know if yeah. it's worth lying to him yeah I especially because of the way this all turns out it's like maybe she could have prevented some of the fallout if she had just been like listen i yeah. had to get some info from you i know i know it almost would have like played a little better because like luca does not react well to the line like he starts getting like pretty intense he gets really angry to the point where jeremy like immediately like jumps up Mm -hmm. and starts defending bonnie and like pushes like luca away like it gets a little like there could be a fight here in a second yeah it's a little heated yeah it definitely is um but it ends there like luca does end up like leaving and the scene ends but it's definitely like ooh, a little tense for a moment yeah some still some tension from last night. We've got Stefan yeah. and Elena back at the lake house. You know, Stefan gets inside. It's still very awkward from the fight yeah. last night about, like, Elena being a martyr. And Elena asks, like, are you still mad? And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like, nothing got resolved there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And she just, she, it's so funny. She's like, we have a difference of opinion. We're not going to agree. And he's like, that is the understatement of a century. You want to try to die for a Klaus. Like, difference of opinion what are you talking about i know i was like difference of opinion what is going on she's crazy she's wild i get like what she's trying to say where like she thinks it's okay to sacrifice herself for them and he doesn't but i'm like girl that is much that is a much more serious consequence than a difference in opinion that is a difference in i don't know the value of your life like very big difference yeah one values it one doesn't yeah, yeah. very big difference so i think they kind of realize like this is not a positive conversation so they turn to talk about the journal instead mm-hmm. and elena says that like there's just so much information yeah. in the gilbert journals like things that john kept from the founding family things mm-hmm. that nobody knows things that stefan never told elena 
Yes. Um, yeah. And I like that Stefan, like, doesn't turn away from this. He, like, looks at the journal, realizes, like, what she's reading. Yeah, she realizes she's reading his life story about yeah. how he went on, like, a revenge tour. Yeah, rampage and <laughs> killed, like, her ancestors and other people in the town. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't shy away. You're right. He yeah. doesn't shy away. And he, 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 like, looks at the horrors of the journal and is, like... <laughs> He sits down and he's like, you should hear this from me. Like, yeah. you know, if you're going to hear it. Like, he doesn't try to be like, don't read this. And, like, yeah. cover it up and run away with it. Although, like, he's like, let's talk about it. Yeah. Although he does say a few things that I think are funny. First, he's like, you know, we were angry at the founding families and yeah. we wanted revenge. We see in the flashbacks in this very episode that Damon never was part of it. So who's no. we? Yeah, it's like, you, Stefan. Damon probably was also like angry he and maybe was angry. he wanted revenge but yeah it's like not shown in the same way <laughs> Stefan is literally going on a killer rampage Damon is just like yeah. we need to go in hiding like yeah 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 the context here is very different yeah and then the other thing is Stefan basically is like yeah I didn't know about John's ring back then so I didn't know he'd survive and write this all down <laughs> which yeah. I'm like <laughs> yeah it's yeah. so funny it's which like is- I thought I'd get away with it yeah basically <laughs> so like at least he embraces it now but he definitely is like I thought I would just get away with it. Yeah. But again, good on Stefan because he leans into yeah. it and tells things that even John wouldn't know because he sends us into mm-hmm. an 1864 flashback where, like, you see Stefan having basically the 1864 version of Damon's tried-out party where yeah. it's just, like, him and a bunch of girls. <laughs> piano music, yeah. yeah. piano music. And, like, he's making women beg to be killed next. <laughs> like, he's like, who wants to die? And they're like, me, me, me. I love Stefan as a villain. He's Yeah, funny. he's so good when he's unhinged yeah um and it is really our first like really early sight at like ripper stuff yeah because i don't think like in season one like we got a sense of it but we really never saw him like on killer like rampages like no we know he's capable of and this is the first time you really see it like just killing parties of girls yeah um so in 1864, Damon comes in and he's horrified seeing like all these dead women and these women who are about to die. Yep. And he thinks that Stefan is like mad to be doing this when the town is still like hunting for mm-hmm. them, could still be looking for yeah. vampires. And Stefan's like, don't worry, like I'm going to kill all the founding like family. They won't, they won't get us. Yeah. Again, proving my point. Yeah. Damon was never part of this. Stefan was just like, I'm going to kill them all and it'll yeah. be fine. He's like, don't worry, they won't get us. They're all going to die. Yeah, sure. Okay, good job, Stefan. Good plan. Um, but really, like, oh, how the tables have turned. Like, this is so yeah. flip-flopped from, like, the modern version of Very. Damon Stefan. Obviously, like I just said, it's so reminiscent of Damon's, like, tri-delt party in season yeah. one. Where, like, you know, Stefan is being this really destructive person and, like, killing people. And Damon is this one trying to kill, like, clean up the mess. And, like, he starts compelling the girls to leave and, like, saving people. It's, like, very flip-flopped of modern very. Um, Stefan and Damon. So, yeah. So, Damon compels, like, the women to leave and he's saying that he's gonna leave town um that he's done with stefan like he can't be like there anymore and he like tries to like walk away and stefan rushes rushes to like stop him and you know he says that like he knows damon promised him an eternity of misery but like he clearly just wants to be with his brother he wants damon to stay anyway yeah um which is so like sad i know cute he's like i promise i'll be better like please just give me a chance and damon just like sort of like Stefan has kind of stepped in front of him to stop him from leaving mm-hmm. and Damon just sort of shoves Stefan away and leaves it's yeah really sad. yeah it's definitely sad of seeing like the one person Stefan like wants a connection with just like pushing him away because yeah. of his behavior 
Um, and so then we see like modern, you know, narrator Stefan reacting to this and like saying that he like had to turn off his emotions to like be like this. And Elena's like, it sounds like you were Damon. Mm-hmm. And Stefan's like, I was worse than Damon. Yeah, like, <laughs> very much worse. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Which like we were saying, like he is very similar to Damon, obviously in these sorts of scenes. But like we know where it goes yeah. and that he does end up being a lot worse. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's interesting also to have like Elena being directly hearing this. I feel like it's putting a lot of stuff in context. Um, for her yeah. to hear these kinds of things, that Stefan's not this like perfect, well controlled, you know, uh, animal blood eating vampire that she really sees him as. Yeah, exactly. And it plays a big part in like Elena coming around and sort of changing her perspective on being a martyr, which yes. we'll we'll get to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, his honesty definitely goes a long way. It does. But having a little bit more fun than Stefan revealing his Ripper past. Damon, Andy, and Alaric are all at the grill. They're just casually hanging out, eating. Yeah. Cute. And Damon asks Solaric, you know, if he got anything out of Elijah when he, like, crashed Elijah and Jenna's walk. And Alaric says no, but he was, like, it was boring. Yeah, but- he goes, it was boring. I yeah. was, like, dying. I was, like, says the history teacher. Yeah, Come on. Like, but Jenna, and then he says, but Jenna thinks he's very charming. Yeah. Clearly a little bit jealous, a little yeah. bit, like, Which worried. Damon says. He's, like, yeah. you sound jealous. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, he also, I love, this is where I start to really like Damon and Andy's dynamic. Damon, like, turns to Andy and is like, doesn't he sound kind of, like, jealous? Like, he sort of says it like he's asking for Andy's opinion. Yeah. And Andy's like, yeah, I agree. Like, she yeah, does, does agree. Yeah, he sounds jealous. <laughs> yeah. And Alaric starts to say, like, you know, maybe we shouldn't talk about this here. And, like, sort of nods to Andy. Because, obviously, you know, getting into Elijah is risky. Yeah. But Damon tells her, like, she's been compelled to not divulge any of my secrets and... You know, she's just willing to go along with this. She knows everything. And yeah, they, he's like, she's fine. Know, yeah, he's like, we're cool. And they kiss. Damon and Andy kiss. And Alaric is like, oh my god, this is too weird. Yeah, he's making such a face. Which, it's yeah. interesting because if you, like, come at it from, like, the compulsion angle, like, yeah, it is really weird and wrong that Very, Damon yeah. is, like, kind of treating her like a puppet to, like, be okay with this stuff. Yeah. But on the other end of things, at least Damon is actually being completely honest and open yeah. with his girlfriend. No wonder Alaric is a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Thing he doesn't understand. Yeah, he does not understand honesty. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, so right when they're like, Alaric's having his little disgusted moment, Elijah and Jenna walk in. Love that they're still together. Yeah, they're such a duo. Yeah, they have such good chemistry. They kept it going. And Damon says immediately, there's Jenna and her new boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Just digging in on the joke. <laughs> and Damon sort of like waves them over. Mm-hmm. And Elijah and Jenna walk up to their table. And Alaric tries to leave. He's like, I got to go grade papers. Yeah. He's and being so weird. He's being so weird. So uncomfortable. And But before he can leave, Andy suggests that they like keep this going. Because they, they talk a little bit more. And Andy suggests they keep it going by having a dinner party. Love her. <laughs> Love her. She gets it. And Damon is like, that's a great idea. Yeah, he's like, my girl with yeah. the good ideas. Like, I'll host. Yeah. Yeah, he offers to host. And Alaric tries to be like, um, well, I might be busy. But then Jenna agrees to go. And then Elijah also agrees. So yeah. clearly so Alaric's pretty stuck. Yeah, he has clearly he's coming. Yeah, and they're going to do it tonight. They're yeah, gonna, yeah, like, the plan is tonight. Um, so yeah. yeah, no getting out of it now. They're all having this dinner party tonight at Damon's house. <laughs> yes. Also not getting out of it. I had to cut you off because I had a good one. <laughs> okay. What, what's the, yeah. So the segue is not, not getting, getting out, out of it. it. <laughs> Catherine is still in this tomb. She's fully desiccated and Damon arrives and sort of like has like a bottle of blood. He's like waving it to her and he puts it to her mouth 
and gives her a little drink and he goes like good girl which i'm like oh my god had to pause for a second yeah (laughs) but anyway she like sort of comes back to life and is drinking the bottle and finishes it and damon is like i didn't have time to go fully shopping but i brought you a few things and he has a few things on a hanger which i was like finally Finally, she's been here for months in her little outfit yeah yeah and he hang yeah he hangs a couple things on like the iron fence that's in there yeah and damon is telling her that john is back in town and Catherine, of course we know she knows but she asks why john would be back in town and damon tells her that he says he's back to protect his daughter and of course Catherine is just kind of like writing it off she's like oh touching and damon also tells her that john told him how to kill an original mm-hmm. and she says you know like do you want me to tell you it's true? Because even if I, even if I knew I wouldn't mm-hmm. and because if Elijah dies, then she'll be compelled to stay in the tomb forever. Yeah. So and, obviously she doesn't want Elijah dead. Yeah, exactly. So she doesn't want Elijah dead. And Damon's like, mm, sucks for you. And Catherine tells him very rightfully. So she's like, it would be a suicide mission, which yeah, more than, more than he knows at this point. But yeah, That's she true. points that out and basically tells him not to do it. And Damon says, even if I have a little, dagger and some white oak ash and she brilliant she's just like kind of like yeah. doesn't say anything and turns and looks and um she's she sort of seems like shocked and she just reiterates like yeah if you kill elijah i will be stuck in here forever that's kind of yeah. all she says she's and she's kind of like it seems like more begging at this point to be like don't do it exactly yeah um and she says like you know get her out first and she will help with elijah yes. she will protect elena she will do anything that damon wants if he gets her out of the tomb like just don't kill elijah yeah um, which should have been his first clue yeah. because Catherine doesn't beg for anything. Yeah. But, so, okay. yeah, that should have been a big indicator. But it's not. Damon, like, is, like, doesn't believe her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I'm going to kill Elijah tonight. <laughs> yeah. Guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah, the guess who's coming to dinner. I like that little line. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, we, as rewatchers, we know Catherine knows how to play the game. She really game. does. That girl knows what she's doing all the time. She gets it. We'll she come knows. back around to that at the end. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We won't see her again for a little bit, but, yeah. Still at the lake house, still like going through all these journals, having their little like romantic getaway, whatever. Stephanie and Elena. <laughs> romantic getaway. Well, it's taken a turn, unfortunately. <laughs> a it bit. started out as a romantic getaway, now not so much. Mm-hmm. But a little nice gesture. Stefan brings Elena like a mug of tea, and Elena is asking how he never got caught. And Stefan says, you know, like there was a war going on. And the thing about war is there's an endless blood supply. Yeah, anonymous blood supply. Anonymous blood supply, yeah. Yeah. And then we sort of go back into a flashback where Stefan is feeding on, like, dead or nearly dead bodies. Yes, like soldiers, like injured soldiers, which is really weird. A little morally questionable, Stefan. Yeah, very morally questionable, very dark. And, yeah, they're in, like, like, the medical tent, like, and Stefan's feeding on all these bodies and he sees like a hooded woman like go sort of into the woods, like mm-hmm. away from the tent. And he follows her and pounces on her and she turns and is like, calls him an idiot. And we see it's Lexi. Yeah. And, and he, he narrates Alexia Branson. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that she had like a little like 1864 name. Yeah, and it wasn't just Lexi. Yeah, Lexi's so not. so not like born 1500 years ago. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, so in present day, we see Elena asking like Lexi as in your best friend. And she asks what Lexi was doing in Mystic Falls. And Stefan says, she thought it was a good place for vampires. Yeah, she didn't know everyone <laughs> died. Did she know. Yeah, got here a little bit too late. 
Um, and then we go back into the flashback and we see Stefan bringing Lexi home mm-hmm. and offering her a place to stay. She just, I guess, just arrived in Mystic Falls. Yeah. And she comes into the house and she says, I guess beggars can't be choosers. And she sees, as she's saying this, dead girls everywhere. Yeah. Dead <laughs> yeah. tridelts. Yeah, dead tridelts. Whatever the 1864 tridelt was, yeah. all of them are there. And she's like, or should they? Like, yeah. should beggars be choosers? Yeah. Yeah, not a good scenario. Not looking scenario. good. Um, and Stefan's like, I meant to clean this up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's clearly like, yeah, he's so checked out. He's, yeah, fully yeah. in his ripper phase, which Lexi says. Lexi is like the first one to coin that. She says, there are good parts and bad parts of being a vampire. You're the bad parts. Like, yeah. we're going to have to change that. Yeah. Yeah, she's the first one that drops ripper in the scene. Because she says when she sees all the bodies, she's like, oh, my God, you're a ripper. Yeah. Um, which is the first time we hear it. Yeah. Obviously, we I know, ripper I diaries. We love, we love the ripper shout out. Yeah, I forgot we hadn't heard it yet. No, this yeah. was the first time. Because like we said, like we haven't really seen Stefan in like the Ripper era really mm-hmm. yet. This is yeah. kind of the first glimpse of it. Um, so, of course, it's the first time we get the name. And I love that it comes from Lexi. Like, I that know. Feels so, it, feels, like, it makes sense. It feels good, yeah. Um, and so, yes. So, that is where we're at with Stefan and Lexi have met. Yeah. And then in the present, you know, Ste- Alina asks Stefan if he's okay. And Stefan says, talking about Lexi obviously brings up a lot for him. Yeah. So, we see that he's kind of like... It's hard to talk about. It's hard to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, they're having a tough time up there at the lake house, but mm-hmm. <laughs> also having a tough time. The girls girling back oh, yeah. <laughs> at the Salvatore house, Jenna and Andy are getting ready for the dinner party. They're, you know, they're just like in the kitchen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Andy asks Jenna about her and Alaric. Obviously they're besties. They're going to, they're going to gossip about the guys. And Jenna tells her basically that John told her that, or insinuated that Alaric is a liar. Yeah. And Andy is like, oh, well, sort of like what you were saying earlier. She's like, well, that's the problem. Like, you need to be able to trust Alaric. Like, Damon tells me everything. That's why we're so, like, we're so good together. Something along those yeah. lines. Which I'm like, she's right, but she's not. It's just, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, like, just girl funny. has no clue. <laughs> like, yeah, the trust is the one good thing going on in the relationship, but yeah. the manipulating and forcing you to be okay with it is more so the problem. Um, yeah, so not great there. But yeah, so then they're, the girls are girling. They're talking about the boys. And Damon and Alaric are in the library. And Alaric is sort of telling Damon, like, this is a bad idea to have this dinner party. Because Alaric doesn't even know, like, what's yeah. going to go down. And Damon says, like, there's no such thing as a bad plan, just a poorly executed good plan. Yeah. And that this is just, like, a fact-finding mission. They're, yes. They're just going to... Just fact-finding. They're just yeah. going to... Yeah. No drama. Damon's just trying to figure out what's going on. Alaric is, like, very skeptical about having this whole... Just having Elijah over, because he doesn't yeah. even know, like, Damon is planning yeah. to kill Elijah. Yeah. So Alaric makes Damon promise no sneak attacks, no, like, vampire things while Jenna's in the house. Yeah. And Damon is like, yeah, of course. Like, Scout's, Scout's honor. <laughs> Scout's honor. He's sick. Yeah, this is what I was saying in episode 12, where I was like, Damon's word means literally nothing. He's no. a liar. <laughs> Very much the opposite of Elijah. Yes, like, exactly. Whatever. Yeah, he has no uh, <laughs> code of honor or truth or whatever. He's just like, yeah. I'll say whatever's going to be the quickest, easiest way to get around something. Yes. Um. So Andy comes in saying like that Jenna needs help in the kitchen from Alaric, mm-hmm. which I also have to point out while we're looking at Alaric, <laughs> that this man, I don't know what it is. It's like the whole episode. He looks like he's wearing like 
eyeliner or black <laughs> mascara. Like, his eyes are, like, I noticed it earlier, but the scene I was, like, I have to say something. And I took a screenshot to show you, and I don't know if okay. you can really see. But I feel like he literally <laughs> looks no, like he not. has on, like, like, eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is it so dark? Like, yeah, just rewatch the episode and stare at, like, Elijah's, or Alaric's eyes the whole time. Because I was like, that is eyeliner. My man is fully, like, decked out in eyeliner. I was no, like, this it- is not. <laughs> why did they do that? They never do know. that. Maybe it's the Klaus thing where they're like, we're trying to build up that he's, like, about to be, like, dark, dark Alaric. <laughs> Wouldn't you only do it during the Klaus bit? I don't know. I would think so. Doesn't make sense. Yeah, I don't know. But it was so noticeable to me. I was staring at it it the whole time. I see it in the screenshot. So anyway, Alaric leaves. And then Damon is left with Andy. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, he, like, goes to his little whatever and starts pulling out the dagger and (laughs) dipping it in the white oak ash, like, getting all prepared. Mm -hmm. Again, liar. Like, he literally turned from that conversation and immediately started prepping the plans to kill Elijah. And, um, you know, Andy's like, what is that? And he says, it's dessert. <laughs> it's like, Damon, yeah. man, you were just like, no no honor. No, nope, no. Speaking of no honor, though, the doorbell rings yeah. and Jenna goes to answer. And it is, of course, Uncle John. He has God. arrived. Yeah. <laughs> I, gonna, I forgot his <laughs> I forgot myself for a second. I thought it was going to be Elijah. So I, that was my natural reaction. God damn it. God damn it. It was Uncle John. Which is basically Damon's reaction. Yeah, he, sees, yeah. he goes, John, surprise. Leave. Yeah. Like, get, get out of here. Get, get out of here. here. Um, but John refuses. He says, yep. like, he heard Jenna was going to a dinner for Elijah. And so he couldn't miss out. And so, you know, he couldn't miss out on the fun and games is what yes. he says. Which I feel like it is a little bit of, like, an acknowledgement that... I don't know. Like, it's not just a dinner party. Like, yeah, if yeah. Damon's holding a dinner party for Elijah, clearly he has a plan. Yeah. Which Alaric, I think, kind of recognizes that's what he's saying. And Alaric is like, no games. No, no games. None. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so Elijah then does actually arrive, finally. Thank the God. guest of honor. And he immediately gives Damon a warning to reconsider any, like, less than honorable plans yeah. um, for the night. Elijah says that if Damon makes a move against him, he will kill Damon mm-hmm. and everyone else in the house. Like, yeah, you know, like he immediately right off the bat is like nothing funny is happening. Yeah, today. don't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. Damon's like, I just want to get to know you. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. But like they before they can even before Damon can really even say anything. Elijah sees Jenna sort of like come toward the doorway mm-hmm. and he just walks right in past yeah. Damon and is like Jenna wonderful to see you again yeah, how you are so you good. yeah you look incredible yeah he, I love them girl dump Alaric leave him <laughs> leave him right now yeah he yeah. was so happy like he seemed genuinely happy to see her <laughs> yeah so no cute. it was so good it, yeah it was so charismatic but so genuine too yeah Love him. Um, this brings yeah. us to the official titular part of the episode, yes. the dinner party. Um, we see Damon, Andy, Elijah, Jenna, John, and Alaric all sitting around a Cozy. table together. What a group. <laughs> what a group. I kind of love it, though. I do kind of love it. It's it's nice when we get, like, these adult, quote-unquote, stories yeah, rather yeah. than the teenager stuff. Because I think we complain a lot about, like, the teenagers pretending that they're adults, which is weird. Yeah. And I do like the teenager episodes. The next one's very, like, teenager-y, you know? Very. But I like sort of, like, adult dinner party vibes, too. Me it's too, nice. yeah. 
Um, and, you know, fits the theme, too, of this one of, like, Elijah and, like, the stuff that they're actually doing and, like, kind of trying to get the episode, too, which is, of course, they start talking about, you know, Jenna mentions, like, oh, Damon, like, your family isn't actually founding family, according to mm-hmm. Elijah. And, you know, this segues into the witches and Elijah telling the story about how the witches were all rounded up mm-hmm. and tied to a stake and burned together in a field, which is just an insane story that yeah. all of these people were this was done to um but yes so he tells this whole story about how this this was the thing that happened and i feel like elijah's kind of revealing like too many facts here to too many people like jenna yeah. sort of like teed him up for it but he like kind of willingly admits this information on his own yeah um and i do definitely think like it was mostly made as a decision because the audience like we need to know these things yeah and so like elijah just needs some venue to like tell them like and also it needs to happen in order to move the plot forward because yeah damon definitely also notices this and asks why elijah might want to know the location of where these like witches um were buried you know like it definitely gets the plot moving that damon now is informed that this is what elijah is looking for um, which I want to correct myself. I incorrectly in the last episode said the locket because I was thinking of the season one plot where Damon needs uh, Emily's locket. Oh, but I, I was, didn't even catch it. Because I was thinking in this one how Damon is the one that puts it together because of Emily, which in my head I just yeah, yeah. that with the locket. But it's really that they need John's Gilbert, John Gilbert's journals to know that it happened in the same place Emily Yeah. Did. Anyway, I just wanted to correct myself retrospectively because that was killing me. I didn't even clock it. I don't don't even know what you're talking about, but okay. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Yes, you're good. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Elijah does definitely reveal his hand. Mm -hmm. I agree. I think because we need to know and the plot needs to move. And Damon is clearly clocking that in this scene because he asks why he wants to know. And Elijah very cagely is like, a healthy historian's curiosity yeah, yeah that's why i want to know yeah, so of we know there's something more there yeah yeah um trying to be something more there oh my god that was good <laughs> at, at the gilbert house jeremy all the adults are away so jeremy gets to play he's yeah. at the house all to himself <laughs> yeah. and of course bonnie comes over for what is actually probably supposed to be a romantic night yeah. because she immediately sees there are candles everywhere, everywhere. the lights are off yeah <laughs> and bonnie realizes she's like oh like this is a date like you invited me over to practice some spells um and he tries to play it off but like she's like i can't do this like Mm -hmm. i haven't told elena about this like i don't know if she's cool with it and like she's my best friend i have to tell her yeah um and so jeremy like agrees like he's a little resistant where he's like like elena has to know everything that i do or whatever yeah she's she's my best friend she has to know yeah um so jeremy agrees and you know they say like okay we'll just hang out eat some food work on some spells it honestly sounds like my ideal day night like (laughs) yeah it sounds great (laughs) yeah hang out eat some food work on some spells (laughs) sounds perfect yeah Yeah. my dream um so that's where they're at for now Mm -hmm. we'll check back in on the date later Mm -hmm. um back at the lake house elena has you know continued to read these journals from john Mm -hmm. must have taken a break from Stefan's storytelling so she's back at the diaries yeah and she comments that like john was just getting crazier and crazier throughout yeah. his stories which is wild that they're obviously already setting yeah. up the gilbert ring plot i know i thought that when i was watching too i was like did they really have this much like like knowledge in advance that that's what they were gonna do because i'm pretty impressed at like how far out we are from that plot it's basically a full season yeah we're a that's full the season end of season ahead, three i do genuinely think they're setting it up because they had a lark die in the last one from the that's werewolves. true yeah they've started 
They're giving Alaric way more deaths. Yeah. 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 Alaric had his second death in the last episode. They had Stefan kill Jonathan Gilbert in this episode in mm-hmm. 1864. And then, like, they are talking about how yeah. he started to get crazier and crazier throughout his life. So it's like, I don't know if they exactly knew, but they're definitely setting up the pieces perfectly. If they didn't know, they yeah. got super lucky somehow. That retrospectively, it works very, very well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if they knew this, but it's working perfectly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she also mentions that he did a lot of research about the originals like later in life he started to look into the originals including this thing called the white ash dagger how Mm -hmm. convenient stefan then has to reveal that the dagger does exist because elena's like i wonder if this is real like i wonder if we can get this and stefan's like it is and we have it yeah (laughs) john gave it to damon lies yes this show is built on lies the show is a thousand percent built on lies and secrets and elena's reading about the dagger and she reads out loud that it says that it must be used by humans alone because it would kill any demon that Mm -hmm. tried to wield it aka a vampire yeah scientist stefan immediately snatches up that journal yeah he grabs the journal he's dialing his phone he's like i gotta read this for myself and he obviously confirms like the dagger's gonna kill Damon if he uses yeah. it. Obviously, this was John's plan all yeah, along. Yeah. And he says, he says, like, not necessarily to Elena, but for us, he's like, John is trying to get Damon killed. Yeah. 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 And so then, you know, Stefan is trying to call Damon, but like, we cut to, like, of course, mm-hmm. like, he's too busy to answer. You know, we see Andy is like enacting the plan. Like, she is sending, um, you know, the men to go have their drinks in the library, like Damon had asked her to do. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, they're going to do that. Jenna and Andy are cleaning up. Lame that Jenna ha- and Andy have to clean up do yeah. the dishes. Don't love this. Yeah, Jenna clearly also agrees that it's lame because she hands, like, a pile of dishes to John and is <laughs> yeah. like, make yourself useful. <laughs> and then poor Lark, he does ask Jenna, like, oh, like, give me something to do. Like, make me help. And she's like, we've got it. Like, she yeah, doesn't we're want to be anywhere near him. We're good. And then John tells Alaric, like, oh, that might be my fault because I told Jenna that you're lying about your dead wife. <laughs> <laughs> so again just trying to stir the pot always yeah great and like alaric is pretty much ready to fight over this and john says i've been very clear i want my ring back john this is really all about a ring are you <laughs> so, kidding john me? this is the second time you've said it and the first time was so like offhanded yeah it was like i don't like, think you have been that clear <laughs> no you haven't been that clear know. you mentioned it and it kind of just seems like a thing you wanted not the motivation for yeah. destroying alaric's life like yeah also why does he want it i guess it's I mean, a it's family a heirloom it is his ring like it is i guess and like he gave it to isabel for her and she just gave it to her husband so like i don't know it, it's fair i guess it's fair but, but destroying alaric's life over it not, not great fair. yeah not, not really fair. and taking it out on jenna like we were yeah. saying in the last episode like just jealous alaric the is the life he wants he got to marry isabel yeah true and true. he's basically a better father to elena than john also is, true so. yeah that's true i never really thought about like he must be so jealous of Alaric. Like oh, there must be. Is. He's so I never insecure about, that. Yeah. about the fact that Alaric is like kind of the family role that like John should be. It's, yeah. You know this father, That's so father true. figure. Like at the Mystic uh, episode in the first one, Mystic falls whatever where they take Alaric takes Jenna and oh, Elena yeah, yeah. to Mystic. He's <laughs> and like, they're like jogging with Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alaric is for yeah. all intents and purposes the father figure of That's the family. True. And That's true. I'm sure true. that makes John jealous. But anyway. it definitely does. Alaric's phone rings at this time and 
he gets a call and it's obviously from Stefan who fills him yeah. in on what's going on. So clearly Stefan got a hold of somebody realized Damon Finally. is not picking up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would have been calling Jenna at that point. I'd be like, can I you know. give the phone to Damon? Anyone get Damon on the phone, please. Yeah. Um, we cut to in the library because, yeah. you know, of course, the intensity of will it be fast enough? Will they will they get the message to Damon? So we see in the library, Elijah and Damon are just by themselves. And Elijah confirms to Damon that he does need the witch burial ground. Like, he does need to know the location. Mm-hmm. But he refuses to elaborate on why. You know, he's like, he says to Damon, like, we're close enough. I can tell you, yes, I do need to know it. But then he doesn't elaborate on, on yeah, why. Yeah, and he says, not close enough that I would tell you why. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, Damon is getting ready during this conversation. Like, he's mm-hmm. prepping the dagger on the side when yeah. suddenly Alaric bursts into the room with Andy mm-hmm. and saying that they forgot to do dessert. So, like, you know, Alaric yeah. obviously got that message from Steph and was like, yep, Damon's about to do something really stupid. Yep. I need to stop him. Yeah, better literally save his life. Yeah, and so Elijah, it's so funny, He they were, like, having a drink, and so he hands his drink to Damon, oh, yeah. who immediately downs it. <laughs> I was like, I, I love that. Just yeah. hugs Elijah's drink. And um, obviously, like, he gets left in the room um, with a lark. Because also, uh, Elijah says to Andy, like, Miss Star. And she mm-hmm. t- takes her hand and yeah. they, like, leave the room. It's really cute. Yeah. Um, but then a lark and Damon get left alone. And he's kind of mad at him. But then a lark grabs, like, a piece of paper and writes down mm-hmm. that using the dagger will kill Damon. Yeah. And so Damon obviously, you know, plan foiled for good reason, for a fair reason. Yeah. But he's still frustrated. So everyone makes it back to the table, um, except for Jenna, who like goes to check on the dessert she's Mm -hmm. like it's taking a little bit longer than i thought um so andy wants to take this opportunity to interview elijah (laughs) like to ask some questions and she asks alaric to like grab her paper for her from her bag or something yeah um and the rest of them just start openly talking about like elena and elena's like list of loved ones and whatever um yeah because damon says john's not on it so you can kill him (laughs) yeah (laughs) love that yeah i also love that john wouldn't be on the list which he's probably not but it's he definitely isn't yeah um but also it's so funny and sad that they're just openly talking about this because even elijah knows that jenna is the only one that's in the dark and doesn't know this and with her out of the room the whole party can talk about something that she doesn't know anything about i'm like shady yeah the worst it feels like a little middle school party where you leave the room and everyone starts talking about you behind yeah i'm like not good vibes yeah but anyway this you know elijah threatens them he says like that he's only like keeping them alive so that they can protect elena and like he leaves her in her home and in her life out of like a courtesy and if they become a liability he Mm -hmm. will take elena away and they will just never see her again um so yeah so this is all happening while jenna is gone yeah alaric who's been like digging around for this notepad or whatever <laughs> yeah sure. instead goes for the dagger and he appears and stabs elijah <laughs> through the back through his chair which is just <laughs> through crazy the chair. through the chair really sends me i'm yeah. like okay yeah, that's come on extra, but i guess like elijah obviously is so strong so smart that any like if he'd gone in front of him at all elijah he would have stopped, stopped him, him. yeah like, there would have been no getting past him so Elijah screams out in pain and, like, dies right there. Yeah. Everyone at the table jumps up in shock because literally no one knew he was going to do that. And Alaric pulls the dagger out. He places it on the table. He mm-hmm. looks at Damon and he's like, get rid of him before Jenna comes back with dessert. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, first of all, so many things to be said here. First of all, yeah, one, wild that Alaric just decided to do this yeah. without consulting anyone. Such a gamble that he could even get it through the chair. Like, yeah what how sharp is this dagger how strong is a lark yeah lots going into that so much more importantly hide the body so jenna doesn't find out 
Elijah just screamed out in pain. In death, yeah. Death. Yeah, his literal dying scream. And then <laughs> oh, she didn't hear that. She didn't hear it. She's fine. It's like a cartoon where like at the exact same time she like dropped a pan and it yeah. made like a really loud noise and she didn't hear it. It's like okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, we don't really get to see like Jenna seeing that Elijah has left. But yeah, what else? What is she gonna think when he's just suddenly gone? And the chair has a huge hole in it. Like, or the <laughs> whole chair is missing. They just dragged his whole chair out. Yeah, I imagine them just dragging him on the chair. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how this was explained away, literally at all. Also, because Damon would have to leave too. I'm sure John just bounced at that point. Like, yeah, John was like, "We're good." I don't know, yeah, which they do acknowledge later. But anyway, it's so weird. And, okay, the other thing also I want to point out here is, too, is, like, again, John is there. Assuming John has read those Gilbert journals, why would he not tell them at this point to leave the dagger in? What does it benefit yeah, I don't to know. let them just take the dagger out? Because, obviously, his plan was that Damon would do it and die, which yeah. didn't happen. But also, like, why would you not be, like, leave the dagger in? Yeah, that's true. John. I never thought about that. Wait, yeah. Maybe he didn't care if Elijah came back and killed all of them. I have no idea. But That was my thought, too. But it doesn't really make sense, though, because Elijah just said he'll we'll take, take Elena away. away. Yeah, if any of them cross which him. John wouldn't want. Yeah, I don't the think. Only other thought, the only other thought is maybe that, like, he's just so shell-shocked that he's, like, <laughs> I mean, same. he forgot what he read <laughs> in that journal. I don't know. Yeah. I would have kept notes on what the dagger does and how to yeah. use it. And especially the fact that you have yeah. to leave it in in order for it to be effective. But... Who knows? I don't know. But I was like, mm, this is a little bit of a plot hole where I'm like, why would John not tell them? But also it's John, which makes it believable either <laughs> That's way. True. It's like, yeah, it's like I very much believe it was either a plot hole or it's John just, just, John. <laughs> just, just John being John. Yeah. Chaotic. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? But anyway, speaking of these journals, back at the lake house, Elena is like outside on the little balcony and Stefan comes out to talk to her because she is like obviously upset that you know that she didn't know about the killing of elijah like she just found out and like why would they not consult her tell her they had the dagger like anything and they sort of argue about somehow this turns on her they argue about her sacrificing herself and stefan tells her that you know he was telling her about the past like all of these stories about him being a ripper and meeting lexi because he also wanted to give up back then Mm -hmm. which he he sees that's what elena's doing now but Lexi wouldn't let him. So Stefan, therefore, isn't going to let Elena give up. Yeah. And this is where we sort of go into another 1864 flashback where Lexi is basically trying to help Stefan turn his humanity back on. And, you know, they're they're walking through, like, the medical tent again. And she's telling him, you have to want it back on. Yeah. And Stefan is resistant to this, of course. Yeah, because she's saying, like, yeah. the first thing you have to let in is, like, pain. You have yes. to let the bad things in first. Yeah. Yeah, we know as rewatchers, it's not yeah. fun to turn the humanity back on. No, it's on. terrible. It's yeah. really traumatic. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And so she's saying, like, you have to let that pain in um, because then that can lead to the good things, which yes. is, like, love then you can feel yeah. love lexi is always so poetic about love every single scene every single episode she and she has to like you know wax poetry about about love i know i do really love that she's built out as like such like this hopeless romantic yeah. character and they, they are very consistent with that like they are you she's keep the humanity romantic. on for love she turned her boyfriend for love like yeah. she like gave elena that speech about feeling epic like or yeah, yeah. that she did because she was feeling epic yeah i just love lexi's character this yeah. is a good it feels 
Like, they really had her fleshed out, even in this flashback. Yeah, only her, like, second episode. Yeah, just literally. her second little, yeah. Um, And it works for Stefan, you know? Like, this is a great, like, moment mm-hmm. for him because she says to him, love, Stefan. That's the point. Everything yes. is intensified when you're a vampire. When we hurt, we really hurt. But when we love, and it just kind of trails da, off. Da, da. It's like clear. Yeah. It's like when we love, we love hard. Yeah. And that's so worth it. Exactly. And that definitely resonates with Stefan. And of course, he tells this to Elena modern day because that also really resonates like definitely. with Elena. Like for sure. Like obviously she's not turned into a vampire. But mm-hmm. living, fighting for your life yeah, is yeah. worth it. Because you will yeah. get to experience love. You will get to experience good things in your life too. And that's what Stefan gets to here is that like, I just want you to fight. Which yeah. Which is such a fair request. <laughs> yeah. I think so too. Yeah. Stefan is kind of justified in this. And he he leaves it at that. He's like, I just want you to fight for it. Yeah. It's fair that like she is trying to give herself up to yeah, save, to save everyone else. Yeah. But it's also very fair to be like, don't just be a martyr. Don't just throw yeah. yourself on a sword just to save everybody else and just not even try. Yeah. Because she's not even trying to keep everyone alive. Yeah. Elena's just like, okay, I'll die. Everyone else will live. It'll be fine. Yeah. Like, and come on, like Elijah and Klaus are still gonna kill Stefan and Damon because there's no way they're gonna let. Like, yeah. they're all just gonna Romeo and Juliet here. Like, there's yeah, not, like Elena just dying <laughs> and nobody else happening to die. Like, it's true. She's yeah. not seeing past that though. Yeah. So anyway, so at the Salvatore house, we have Alaric and Damon. They've put Elijah's body in the cellar, <laughs> and Alaric like yes. calls Damon out for lying about like saying that there's gonna be no violence, which mm-hmm. Damon's like says the person who did all the killing, <laughs> and, which is funny. Um, yeah, but Alaric says like, "Hey, I'm your friend." Damn it. I'm your friend, damn it. <laughs> I know, I like when he says that. <laughs> um, and you don't have any friends, so no more lying. He's right, yeah. Yeah, it's such an uncharacteristic, why can't I say this one? Characteristic, yeah. Uncharacteristically uh, sweet moment for that. Yeah, yeah, I do, I love their dynamic. They're very like, it's like boy friendship. I'm like, yes, boy friendship. <laughs> tough love, like, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, yeah alert. I'm your friend, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> So boy coded. It is very boy. I do love their friendship. But also, Alaric doesn't feel so good to be lied to, does it? Huh. Surprise. Oh, I don't surprise. know. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like it's not great to just be completely left in the dark. Yeah. When, when lives are at stake. Yeah, hmm. people on the show yeah. are so hypocritical very, all the time. Very. Um, speaking of our, our hypocrites. Yes. But not in this scene. At the lake yeah, house, yeah. Elena is back to just sitting inside reading the journal. That's all she's been doing all day. Fighting with Stefan and then reading the journal. Yeah. And then being told his trauma. <laughs> what a day. Yeah. Um. So she's reading the journal and Stefan comes in and tells her, like, Elijah is dead. Al- and Alaric did it. So yeah. Damon's so Damon's okay. okay. And Elena is, like, reading the journal and she's like, well, you know, as long as the dagger <laughs> stays in place, the original is, for all intents and purposes, dead. Yeah. So Elena just casually <laughs> dropping, like, the most important part of this information. <laughs> Stefan obviously immediately realizes, like, oh, my God, those bozos wouldn't have realized to leave the dagger <laughs> I, in. I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I feel I like wouldn't. it's very normal to just be like, yeah, okay, I'll take Pull this out. out. Yeah. So you can use it again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, of course, he's scrambling. He rushes to his phone. <laughs> And, you know, he calls Damon and it cuts to immediately, like, Damon running downstairs yeah. to the cellar. And he looks and Elijah's gone. Yeah. Like, no body there. Yeah. And immediately cuts to Elijah showing up at the Martin's house. And, mm-hmm. you know, Dr. Martin Jonas answers. And Elijah says, I need you to find Elena now. now. Yeah. So, not good. Not good. Not looking good. Not good. Before we get into the fallout from that, I need to say, 
why would they have not read every single word after oh the reveal God. that you can't it can't be wielded by a vampire yeah they're crazy what that. yeah why just, would you not have read every word every detail john gilbert had yeah like i know damon was rushing in because he just kind of assumed he'd never get more info and was like let me just do it let's yeah see yeah what happens which first of all bad judgment there but Terrible. second of all as soon as you heard that elena had this resource that has info yeah. about the dagger about the originals why would he be like let's pause for today, yeah actually and see which, what we can do maybe damon would have but alark just jumped That's right true. into it he was just like i'm gonna do this that's true alark kind of went for it yeah which just left them there and obviously like elijah's so gonna be reactionary about yeah. being killed so you know he just jumps into action and things just snowball from there but it is crazy the way it all falls yeah. into place yeah um but a break from that whole storyline we cut for now we cut to the gilbert house um back to date night where i mean spell night I oh yeah say. yeah no uh, date not till no, elena no knows yeah, yeah spell night bonnie is teaching jeremy about siphoning magic which i think it's so cute that he's like so interested in the things yeah. that she cares about it's very like cute coupley stuff this it is like i know some yeah. people don't like them together and i agree because of how it ends but but this for is now good. like he's like he wants to know about magic he wants to understand her mm-hmm. and like he's like oh well i'm a living like you know thing can't you channel me and she's like i guess so like let's try yeah so they decide to see you know if like she can channel him and they like get really close and the full you know they've got the wood burning fireplace all the Mm -hmm. candles the lights are off it's looking really romantic Mm -hmm. and then suddenly dr (laughs) martin bursts in the door storms inside he uses magic to throw jeremy up against the wall he's gone and he gets in bonnie's face and he's asking like what did my son tell Mm -hmm. you like what did luca tell you and he grabs her and he's saying this is for your own good Mm -hmm. and he starts like saying a spell and he lets go and bonnie falls to the floor crying and he says if any harm comes to my son because of what you did you will answer to me and then he just leaves again and like the glory that he burst in (laughs) jeremy finally falls like off of the like wall yeah he rushes over to bonnie and he holds her and he's asking if she's okay because she's like sobbing Mm -hmm. and bonnie says he took my powers yeah shocker what a scene yeah wow didn't even know that was a thing that you could take a witch's powers yeah Yeah. i'm sure bonnie didn't either but she obviously felt it yeah no that was a whirlwind which it also makes me think like i feel like jonas is very powerful like he definitely he's definitely a very powerful witch the taking bonnie's powers and also like the thing he does in the next episode sending like literally like luca's like shadow self i don't know like which he has to that's be crazy for elijah to be using him as like a personal witch like, that's you true have to be yeah yeah mega powerful for an original to want to like tote you around with them true which we haven't really gotten to see in this show we've only seen like bonnie and grams so yeah that's true yeah i guess i guess that's what like makes it so clear is like jonas is the first person we see who's like first really? witch we see that's really next level yeah definitely yeah. so cut to Elijah is walking up oh to the lake God. house. Walking. Didn't bring a car. Didn't drive. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Vance he drove there. <laughs> yeah, he ran the whole way there. I don't know. Anyway, he, classic Elijah, he grabs a handful of rocks. Mm. Stefan and Elena are inside, like, listening. They're kind of whispering about him being outside. And I love, Elijah uses this handful of rocks. It's, like, reminiscent of the diner with the coins. Yep. And he throws them at the door, and it literally, like, breaks the door off its hinges and, like, He's, flies yeah. it open, which is insane power we have not seen before. Yeah, no, that was, I was impressed. I When he was picking up the stones, I forgot that he actually ended up using them to break down the door. I couldn't remember either. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah, I thought it was just supposed to be, like, a callback, and maybe he wasn't going to use them. But, yeah, I, I love that he's able to, like, 
take down the whole door with these rocks. Yeah, just a handful of yeah. rocks. Also, the scene looks so good. I love when he walks up. It's such a good choice to have him walking up. Yeah. It's very foggy. Yeah. It's it's just, I don't know. It's very like moody. Full. Yeah. Yes, and it's exactly. night now. It's dark out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Elena's inside with Stefan and she's like saying like, I have to go. I need to talk mm-hmm. to him alone. I'll stay inside. Like I'm safe inside. Obviously Elijah's like right outside the door. He can hear all of this. Yeah. So Elena goes to the doorway where Elijah is like waiting and he immediately says, the deal is off. Like, yeah, oh, this is over. Yeah. He also says, you can stay inside, but I'll wait you out. Yeah. And so Elijah says that Elena has nothing left to negotiate with. Mm -hmm. Like, there is no getting out of this. And so Elena pulls out a knife, clearly revealing, I've got one thing left to negotiate with. My life. (laughs) Yeah, great. And so, yeah, again, taking a page from Catherine's Mm -hmm. book, saying, like, she starts saying, like, because he's like, oh, well, if you stab yourself, like, Stefan's just going to give you blood and heal you. Like, you're lying. Like, he's not going to let you die. And Elena was like, yeah. And then once he gives me blood, like, I'm going to kill myself and become a vampire just like Catherine did. So, like, you know, there's no getting out of this. If I'm determined to die, I will be dying. Yes. (laughs) And so Elijah calls her bluff. He's like, "Uh, like, sounds good, but, like, don't believe you. Yeah. And I love that he says that. Like, I have to call your bluff is literally what he says. Yeah. And so Elena just goes for it. Like, we've said it before, and I will be saying it again. Elena is, like so ballsy like she She always will go for something yeah she is really willing to take the stakes higher like just the fact she'll stand there and talk to elijah is like a lot more than a lot of characters can do at this point so elena is just crazy so she stabs herself in the stomach she She fully goes for it bleeding out fast yep and elijah is like screaming like freaking out obviously because he didn't i don't think he even thought she would stab herself no no i don't think he thought so either and so you know he's like Yes, yes, like the deal is back on. He like immediately caves mm-hmm. and is like, yes, I'll take your deal. And Elena stumbles out toward him, presumably so that he could heal her. But then the twist is, of course, Elena has the white oak ash dagger and she stabs mm-hmm. Elijah with it, killing him. And Elena is our first. Uh, well, this is Elena's first daggering of an yeah. original. Yep. Um, and the first one that really takes because the Hilaric one almost doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, the Hilaric one barely counts. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really. Yeah. Um, so they both fall to the ground. Elijah dead. Elena bleeding out. Stefan rushes out yeah. um, to heal her. He gives her some blood. And then the reveal Damon comes out like he was there the whole time. This was obviously all mm-hmm. coordinated, planned, and was supposed to go down a certain way. And clearly worked. Like, yeah. I don't know how Elena got the boys to agree to this because it must have been her plan. Stefan and Damon would never, like, never propose that like she this. should yeah. do this. Um, so I'm sure she came up with it and that she somehow was like this is the only way this is gonna yeah. work like the only way we can trick him is me like he's not he would never think i would do this yeah um so that's why it's so shocking also as like an audience person where it's like yeah you just never would put together that this would have no would have happened well because also again it's sort of like we were saying like elijah just vamps bed over there yeah damon also just like was going 100 on the freeway that's like why damon <laughs> got there faster because elijah was well and he had to go he to, the to martins the, first yeah too. he had to take the pit stop to the martins so and i'm sure that's what happened was as soon as they saw elijah's body was gone which he had damon to go to the martins probably floored it yeah damon, yeah floored it with the dagger to them yeah. um 
and yeah however long it took i'm sure it didn't take elijah that long like damon bobby got there like a minute Minutes. before yeah yeah and they probably had to sit on the phone the whole way there yeah. and work out this plan so like <laughs> i know i love the idea of them just on this like on the phone talking yeah about it. i'm yeah. sure it was very like an intense and quickly put together thing but it pays yeah. off really well that like as much as i would like to kind of see that i'm glad we didn't because as an audience it's so shocking it's such a good yeah it's yeah it's so surprising it works so well mm-hmm yeah, but anyway, not working so well. Jenna yeah. and Alaric, their relationship's really on the rocks. Yeah. <laughs> back, they are both back at the Gilbert house now. They're in the Gilbert house kitchen, mm-hmm. and they're talking. Jenna is basically mentioning that everyone disappeared. Yeah. So to our earlier point, I guess they never really explained anything to her. Yeah, people just Everyone left. was just gone. Because, yeah, after Elijah like came back to life, Damon must have also just run out. So yeah. It, yeah. And, yeah, again, I'm sure John, John probably bounced. Probably, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so everyone's just gone, and Alaric doesn't really say anything. He just tries to apologize for how the evening went, and Jenna just isn't really having any of it. She immediately is like, "What happened to Isabel?" Yeah, clearly, like what John said to her is weighing on her. She she wants to know the truth. Like she knows she's being lied to, but she doesn't know like about what. Yeah, I mean, she obviously can't even fathom like what's no, going on at this point. No, she has no like, way of speculating. There's no this. way she can even sort of get close to guessing this. Yeah, no. But yeah, so she she knows she's being lied to. And she wants to know the truth. And Alaric like does nothing to help himself. He basically just says like. John shouldn't have told you that. Like, that wasn't really his place he's, to talk to you about like that. He's, like, deflecting. He's, like, exactly. not even, he's not even trying to lie necessarily or even exactly. give any sense of the truth. He's just, like, oh, well, this is all John's fault. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. John, John, Alaric is just, like, very much in denial. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she rightfully points out, like we were just saying, that is not an answer. Yeah. And Alaric kind of just evades the question again. And she says, again, basically, that's not an answer. And she asks him at this point, like, are you being honest with me? Like, can you at least tell me if you're being honest with me? Yeah. And he doesn't answer. So she starts to like tear up and says that that in itself, the fact that you won't even answer me. Yeah. Is my answer. Like, you're not being honest with me. And a, a single tear falls. Very sad. And she yeah. leaves. It's very sad. It is. I feel for Jenna so much in this scene. Yeah. I'm glad Alaric didn't like double down and lie to her again. I know. Be, like, at, least, at least he didn't say, no, I'm being honest. Which shows like that Alaric is... Yeah. I don't know. Like, he is good. He has these good intentions, but obviously it's just, like, the circumstances. Like, he can't yeah. tell her the truth. Yeah. Which we do get a little more of in the next episode. Yeah, there's like, a lot of, of that in the yeah. next one. Alaric wants to do the right thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not wanting to well. do the right thing. Of course, John <laughs> has to show up at the end of this yeah. and just rub it in. Yeah. And Alaric just, like, forfeits the ring to John. He just pulls off the ring and hands it to him, and he says, like, after what you did to Damon, you're yep. going to need it more than me. And he's yeah. just, just like smirking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lark gets his little smug moment, thankfully. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's the perfect payoff to be like, Haha, John, you are dying yeah, in the John, next one. <laughs> you're going to die. Which he does die soon. But yeah. yeah. Not in the next one. After that. But yes. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So they, Alark and John, he's giving back the ring. They're, mm-hmm. They've done away with that. They're good. Back at the Salvatore house, we see Damon and Stefan bringing Elijah's body back to the cellar. Take <laughs> yeah, two. Drive him back from the lake house. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, they took his body back from the lake house. Yeah. St- with the dagger still in it. Yeah. Thank God. And Damon starts searching Elijah's jacket, and he, of course, mm-hmm. finds the moonstone. Love that Elijah just had it on his person. Yeah, he must have had to go grab it, like, right when he was going to go get Elena. Like, that was yeah, my yeah. guess, is that maybe that was the other pit stop with Jonas, is, like, going mm-hmm. to grab the moonstone. Yeah. And then going to to get Elena because he was presumably just going to leave town would be my guess. Probably. And so, yes. So he finds the moonstone and Damon's like, 
little moonstone bar of soap little moonstone yeah. bar of soap um love that yeah. he really just like first thing that came into his mind he just went with yeah <laughs> love that he was like this is brilliant i just thought of this it looks like soap we're yeah. good that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> so we'll see that in the next one yeah um but elena like you know they're about to leave and elena mm-hmm. turns to the boys and she says like you know you guys want me to fight for my life fine I'm going to fight, but if we're going to do this, like, no more keeping secrets from me. We're going to do this my way, mm-hmm. um, which I just find so funny, but I'm like, <laughs> it's fair because it is her life and it's, like, her yeah. whatever, but I'm also like, girl, you have the least experience, the least whatever <laughs> I know, all like, of this. So, like, <laughs> you were ready to die two days ago. You just stabbed yourself in the stomach for this. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are willing to gamble, but. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Sure. Um, And they kind of, like, don't really say anything, but mm-hmm. I feel like they're like, well, I guess we just have to agree. At least she's yeah. willing to live now. Yeah. Damon sort of, like, promises, but as we know, his word means absolutely it nothing. So nothing. he's Fine. just appeasing her like a child. <laughs> like, Yeah, he's like, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Elena leaves. She's happy. She walks away. Yeah. Um, And Damon and Stefan, like, they turn to each other, and mm-hmm. Damon um, asks Stefan how he, like, got through to her, how he got her to agree to, like, fight for her life. And... It's an awkward moment because Stefan's like, well, I told her a story about a time when I lost all hope and like someone showed yeah. me the way. And Damon correctly guesses Lexi. Stefan's like, yeah, mm. you remember her? Remember how you killed her? Yeah. Those are the things left unsaid. But that is the awkward feeling left in the room where it's like, yeah, e- yeah, awkward. Yeah. Um, It feels interesting that they brought this like up like they brought Lexi back so close to like the Rose storyline yeah I, like we talked about like I do feel like Rose could have been Damon's Lexi mm-hmm. so it's so interesting to like have an, a Lexi moment again like right yeah. after that and I wonder if Damon feels differently about that because of Rose because he had that kind of friendship moment um yeah very recently yeah I think I think he does and I think that's shown in this next little flashback we get from Damon's perspective yeah where Stefan just kind of walks off after saying like remember her and Damon, you know, is remembering clearly. And he flashes back to when he first met Lexi. He's walking out of the Salvatore house. Not this one. The first one. Before <laughs> the 1864 it, yeah, one. The yeah. 1864 Salvatore house. And he's on his way out with his suitcase. And Lexi stops him. And they sort of talk about Stefan and everything. And Damon tells Ste- Lexi that he and Stefan are at irreparable odds like yeah he has to leave town because they're never going to get on the same page like yeah. Stefan's obviously spiraling damon it promised him like an eternity of misery like they're clearly yeah they're not going to fix this right now yeah it's not going to get fixed and at this point lexi tells him you know you know the hate you're feeling towards Stefan. like you think you have it under control but you don't like this is going to come back yeah it's going to get the best of you exactly she says. yeah and damon is just kind of quiet to this he doesn't mm-hmm. really react and he just says help him he needs it yeah and Lexi says I'll help him and then Damon just leaves yeah it's such an interesting little scene to have like this yeah. like, moment of Damon like abandoning leaving Stefan mm-hmm. um and I think kind of for the better but also like Lexi acknowledging like you have your own problems and yeah. like that anger is just gonna grow and grow and like eat you away and I do think it's like we talked about where it's like we saw how at this time they were kind of like the flip-flop of like Stefan was this like immediate reckless kind of crazy one mm-hmm. and Damon was the one trying to keep it together and like do the right thing and obviously over a century they flip-flopped somewhere in yeah there. and it's like yeah it, I think a big part is like Damon's like anger and all of his feelings just like building up and building up I mean look at like the descent when he went and like killed the woman after like yeah Rose. yeah it's like he clearly uh, allows his feelings to eat him away at the point to where he just like self-implodes self-destructs yeah. like that's such a Damon characteristic 
Yeah. Um, so it's interesting Lexi, like, acknowledges that so bluntly in this scene. Yeah, which I feel like Rose also acknowledged a lot when they were having their, like, mm-hmm. when they had their whole friendship. When yeah. Rose's whole arc was about, like, Damon's humanity yes. and everything. So, yeah. Exactly. Very good, like, parallels between the two of those mm-hmm. characters. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Then get our perfect little last scene. One of the best. I think about the scene all the time. Oh, my God. It, it, perfect. Lives in my brain rent-free for yes. real. Damon goes into his room and he hears the shower running and so he calls out like Andy I thought you left you know clearly she would be the one showering in his room yep who else who else but (laughs) little miss Catherine speaking of yeah yeah. the the music is perfect it literally says little miss Catherine as it pans to Catherine the icon the legend the star yes showering with her full smoky eyeshadow That she's had on for weeks. I was dying. I was like, I know. Nina is beautiful. Let's just give her a makeup for yeah. look for once. Yeah. Okay. I think it's just because it's Catherine. That's she's true. So, that she's so smoky eye. That's true. It's part of her personality. A way to distinguish from Elena. Yeah. Um. But anyway, what a power move to just be in his shower when he gets back. She comes out fully naked and just asks for a robe. Like, doesn't yeah. even acknowledge. And Damon is obviously just shell-shocked. <laughs> And she reveals that she knew that if yeah. she begged Damon not to kill Elijah, that's exactly what he would do. And that killing Elijah, killing any original, will release anyone from their compulsion. That like right. when an original dies, their compulsion ends. And so, and Catherine is like, but I'm still here. Like, I didn't run. Um, I meant what I said, Damon. I am going to help you. Like, I'm here to help. Um, and the scene ends there. What a dramatic last scene that, like, Catherine is out of the tomb. She's staying, and she is gonna help. Yep, presumably. We'll we'll see in the next one how. We'll, yeah, we'll see how, how far that really goes. Yeah, yeah. Perfect way to end this episode. Yeah. Just iconic. Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, nothing else to say about that. <laughs> yes, we can just get into the end for our in memoriam section in this episode there were actually a lot of deaths, but yeah. mostly in the flashbacks. That's so true. it was also 1864. Yeah, so. We have Stefan in the very beginning killing Thomas and Honoria Fell, yep. the the family founding families, mm-hmm. and he then kills John Gilbert, the the yeah. 1864 Jonathan Gilbert. Yeah, and even though he's resurrected by his ring, yeah, still. he was brought back by his ring, but Stefan still killed him. And then we see in the later flashback, Stefan kills I think at least three girls. The the all yeah. the bodies that Lexi sees. I think yeah, it looks like three. Yeah, it's confusing because he definitely kills one in the earlier scene with Damon. Yes, yeah. And then the others are alive. Damon compels some of them. But by the time Lexi gets there, at least three bodies are for yeah. sure shown. So who knows? It's going to... Stefan's count is like in the thousands <laughs> at some point anyway. Yeah, so it doesn't um, really matter for Stefan. So it doesn't Stephen. really matter. But for now, we'll say like three random girls. Yeah. Or women, I should say. Yeah, I think three works. And then we also have Elijah, of course... Do we want to count him being killed by a lark? I think we should count <laughs> okay. it, yeah. Okay, yeah. So Elijah is killed once by a lark and then by Elena, her yeah. first kill. Yeah, it's kind of like the ring deaths where it's like doesn't really count because they're like just daggerings. Yeah, like they'll come back. Going to sleep. But I think it's fun to count the, the, the daggerings anyway. So Elijah's already at two on-screen daggerings. Yeah. <laughs> like the first episode of the daggerings. And the, and the stake through his heart in the beginning. Yeah. He's died a lot. That's so, true. But never, never actually died. Yeah, that's know? true. Um, then we've got our out of pocket things we would have done differently. Um, for me, it's got to be John Gilbert. It's usually John Gilbert. Yeah, um, I just was thinking something about John. Yeah, it's always He's John. Just, yeah. For me, it was again John not telling anybody anything about the dagger. Like, yeah. I understand not saying it would kill Damon because he wants Damon to die, but yeah, even thinking I don't need to tell them that they need to leave the dagger in. I was like, 
either I would do this differently as a writer or I would do it differently as John. I don't know. But it's just that's like the weird thing that sticks yeah. out to me. I think that's a good one. I was also thinking it's got to be something around John and all the chaos he's causing and whatever. Yeah, he's just the worst. But yeah, I kind of like the dagger thing just because was it a writer I would have done differently or John? Hard to say. Hard to say. But it works either way, so might as well go with it. Yeah, like we talked about earlier. So John, out of pocket, would have done differently. Of course. Always. As for quotes, this wasn't really like a quote heavy, like very good quote episode for me, Mm -hmm. but I did really like... I don't know it's like an exchange again so i don't know if we want to take one of the lines or how we want to do it but mm-hmm. i liked when lexi and damon were talking in the 1864 flashback and she tells him like you know the hate you're feeling towards stefan you think you have it under control but you don't it will get the best of you interesting but i also like damon's response like help him he needs it Aww. i don't know i like that i just like their little you always like the sentimental i do i do i also really like the Damon Lexi dynamic. There's just something yeah. so interesting there that yeah. we never get much of. But yeah, I, don't know. I would agree. They have a very interesting dynamic because it's not friends. It's definitely not. not no, it's somewhere weirdly in between. Yeah, um, kind of siblingish, where it's just kind of like yeah. we're okay with each other, but we don't really get along. Yeah, like, yeah. They have a cool vibe. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I always like the comedy. I always like the humor. Yeah, quotes, yeah. And I always like Damon ones too. So I do have two Damon ones I okay. want to point out. Um, the first one is gotta run i've got a murder to plan busy day (laughs) i did did like that yeah Um, and of course when we mentioned before there's no such thing as a bad idea only a poorly executed awesome one (laughs) so damon of him very damon yeah Um, and like we also mentioned before stefan says to elena you've agreed to sacrifice yourself to klaus (laughs) to say that we have a difference of opinion is the understatement of a century and then i also like elena's reply which is well you would know (laughs) She's like she's real for that. Yeah, <laughs> just calling him out. Yeah, but yeah, it's those were my say. those were my nominees. I did debate also nominating something of Lexi's, like her yeah. love quotes and stuff. But I was like, I'm just feeling the humor more this episode. I feel like that. It's was, definitely that more was of like direction. a humorous episode. Yeah. I yeah, think. The silly goofy yeah. mood. <laughs> yeah. Also, we both had some Damon, so I feel like I should go to something from Damon. Should we do the only poorly executed awesome? I do ones? like that. That yeah. one definitely stuck out in my head. Yeah, so, that was yeah. What we talked about already. So I feel like that was like a good one. So we'll give it to Damon for there's no such thing as a bad idea, only poorly executed awesome ones. Love that. Um, on the song spectrum. Oh my gosh. There were five songs used, and I'm sorry, but I literally have to nominate every single one. They were every single no, song. all of the songs were good. I was like, I wish we could have spread out these amazing like. I know so many good songs like banger after banger after banger like for real i literally am gonna call out all five okay so i'll you rush may. through the, the the first three pretty quickly <laughs> okay. because i don't think they're gonna be like winners mm-hmm. um but it's just such a great playlist and this is for the dinner party specifically yeah they play lemon world by the national okay i also wanted to give that one an honorable mention yeah, love just the national yeah love the national i also felt like it really fit like the 20 year olds well not yes. i guess only some of them are in their 20s but like dinner party yeah, yeah the dinner party vibes i yes, don't know like adult vibe yeah, yeah. It was cool it was cool music of that era the exactly National, then they play islands by the xx yeah that one was um, good too yeah love this for the dinner parties so yep. great um we also got a good girl song i thought they play when i grow old by pet lions which mm-hmm. was another one that i was like yeah a cool girl song like every single song is i was like love love yeah. love um, then another girl song I liked. I'm assuming we're Obviously. gonna have the same winner, so I'm just gonna say yeah, this just one go is, for it. Yeah, um, pumped up kicks by Fox to the People, yeah. which is during the Bonnie and Jeremy scene, which is the perfect like. This is definitely what we were listening to at the time. It's so like yes. aged, teenage appropriate. It was also so mainstream. 
Although I kind of feel like when they're playing it is like pre it getting mainstream. I feel like it definitely could be. Yeah. I think they're playing it a bit early. I would have to look at the dates to know, but it feels yeah. like this was like an early find of this song. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like the music is just killing it. It's so good. Every song in this, it it, it pains me to have to pick one, but there's yeah. such an obvious there's one. Such an obvious yeah. winner. Of course, the winner for the best song this episode has to go to "Happiness Is Overrated" by the Airborne Toxic event. Little Miss Catherine. Little like, Miss Catherine. What an iconic choice. Like, how did they even pinpoint that to be like, if we ever have a moment yeah. where we're really going to call it Catherine, like, let's use this. Like, yeah. I would love to know, like, how they came across that song. Like I said, I want to know everything about the music curation because that is a moment that I think is just like, it's so good. It's a top perfect. 10 moment like even yeah. just like quick little like moment yeah. in the show for me yeah it's, so it's, good it's one i think about all the time Iconic. and i feel like they must have had it bookmarked because they've played songs from that album specifically yeah. in the first yeah. season like airborne toxic event is one that has come up a couple times yes um i think at various parties in like season one so i have to imagine that they had heard the little miss Catherine and were like I think let's so. Let's keep that on the books. Yeah. Like, let's keep that for a moment when we need a Catherine moment. Yeah. And this was like such a perfect, a perfect Incredible. Coming out of the shower, the rock and roll, mm-hmm. the reveal, like everything about it fits perfectly. Yeah. It's just so effortless. Yeah. So it, it has to be. Happiness is overrated. Love yeah. that. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be adding that song to our song of the episode playlist where we have all of the winners of best songs. You can go listen to all of those. That's linked in our various bios and descriptions. We also have our TikTok and our Instagram there where you can go watch clips from the podcast, interact with different polls and stories and things, um, share your thoughts. We always love talking to people there. Um, yeah. And you can listen to the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Or you can watch the video version if you're into that on YouTube. So join us next week for season two, episode 16, The House Guest. This, yeah. is, this is The House Guest. <laughs> a little mixed up. Yeah, this is the episode where, yeah, Catherine's out of the tomb. So she's their little, she's the Salvatore's yeah. little unwanted house guest. Yeah, and now that they've got Elijah out of the way, they've really got to get like moving on trying to find the burial ground or the witch yep. burning ground, whatever it's called. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Yeah, really trying to get pieces in place um, for the rush of like stopping yeah. Klaus and killing Klaus. Yeah, a lot so, happens in that episode. Yeah, a lot with the witches too. So yeah, we'll get to that next one. Yeah. Thanks for watching and are listening to this one. Hope we see you next week. Bye. Bye.